This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. You're right. I guess nobody watches Law and Order, and that's why they put it on a constant loop. <laughs> Starlington. I mean, was I out of line with that? No, I mean, it, it, the thing is, when he says dated reference, he's clearly not aware of the remake that's coming. Right. Because it's very much an apropos reference because they just dropped the trailer yesterday for the new Roadhouse featuring Jake Gyllenhaal. So right. it's very much in the the public mindset right now. He well, just, I, he's he's unaware of that. That's why he feels it's dated. I, I, I guess I, I'm just... I, it's amazing that I expect more from him. And then not five minutes after he was on, he sent me a text and he said, I got off the phone and my wife goes, you've never seen Roadhouse? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, he makes a good point about how people aren't just sitting around watching TV like we used to. They, they We right. consume in a different way. You're streaming, you're doing all this other stuff. Yes. But I mean, he's not 24 years old. He's been around long enough to where there has to have been a point in the spring on a day where it may have been a little rainy. You're flipping around the channels. You can't find anything. Netflix doesn't exist. You don't have a cell phone. You stumble across TNT or TBS or someone else, and boom, right there, Roadhouse is on, and Patrick Swayze's whooping up on somebody, and now all of a sudden you're thinking, all right, I'm yeah. locked in for a few minutes. It's the same thing every time you flip around, you see Point Break on. Another Swayze classic. I'm going to finish this thing to the end. Exactly. And, you know, as much as he may look at Jeff is not 22 either. You know, let's not get nuts. I understand how handsome he is, but it's a product being used. Yeah. He Carlin uses versus- the a lot of the um, the elixirs. What's the term for it? The, um, the serums. The serums. He uses the yes. serums. He's smart yes. with it. He knows he knows where the money's coming from. <laughs> he knows what the moneymaker is. He knows. He's not Absolutely. an idiot. Absolutely. Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio, Series XM, Channel 80. Ravens-Chiefs AFC Championship game is the first game on Sunday. And Lamar Jackson, at this time last year, was just starting to kind of lay out what his expectations were going to be when it came to a new contract. And there was so much angst and borderline anger from people and how dare he suggest that he should want a fully guaranteed contract? And there was a lot of it based around the ability to stay healthy, which I understood to a degree. But, Joe, still people that were holdouts on whether or not he was actually a quarterback. And, and that, to me, is amazing, considering he had already won an MVP. And now he has come this season, and he is basically – shoved it where the sun don't shine to everybody who thought that as he's about to win his second. Perfect situation for him. Statistically, he played fantastic. More importantly, and this part gets overlooked, he didn't get hurt because that was a big narrative going into the contract. Well, the guy's always hurt. Guy can't stay healthy. How can you give that much money to a quarterback you can't bank on? Remember, the best ability is availability. That's what we talked about. Well, he went out there, new offensive coordinator, and showed, yeah, there is more to this guy. They just needed a better coach to unlock it. Yeah, he can stay healthy. He hasn't missed a single game this season due to injury. He did not play in the final week of the year because the Ravens had already sewn up the number one seed. And now he gets the perfect scenario. And there's no scenario better than this. You get a chance to go through the gatekeeper, Patrick Mahomes. If Mahomes had lost to Josh Allen last week, yes, that sets up a great matchup with the Bills. But people could always say, well, you you know, you never really played Mahomes. You didn't have to go through him. This is the one. 
This is where you bolster the resume. This is where you bolster the credibility. This is where you show everyone, I went against the best. I beat them. I don't care what the argument is for the Chiefs being down. The Chiefs are here. And we always talk about how great Mahomes is, so let's see it again, right? And for Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, it's an opportunity to go through the very best on your way to Las Vegas to play in the Super Bowl. You couldn't write the story any better if you're Lamar Jackson. I'm putting it to you this way. With what we have seen this season, has Lamar changed the league? I mean, you're going to have a lot of people looking for the next Lamar Jackson. Yeah, what's it's easy to say that, though. The thing is, how many guys out there are actually like him, right? Like, are like we going to treat a, Anthony Richardson like him when he's healthy? He's, he's a healthy? little bit bigger, more yeah. physical. He He's a little bit more in the Cam Newton yeah. uh, mold in terms of physicality, it. size. Lamar's a little bit more elusive. Lamar's a little bit more fluid. Um, but maybe see the thing with Jackson is I don't know if you can find guys who are like him, but I do know that he's going to inspire athletes at other positions to try their hand at quarterback. I think for the longest time, we saw a certain image of a quarterback. It was a very statuesque type passer who would drop back, move up in the pocket, move laterally in the pocket and then fire downfield. And that's changed in recent years. Quarterbacks are much more athletic. They use their legs not only to run and pick up yardage, but to extend plays, to evade the rush, to let their receivers get open down the field. And that's where Lamar has been so incredible, his ability to buy more time for his guys. So, yeah, he's absolutely changing the game in the way that I think he's inspiring athletes who may have been playing wide receiver, corner, may have been playing running back, to say, you know what? If I'm actually capable of throwing this football – Maybe I could try quarterback. I can use these skills there as well. I, I Jaden Daniels in LA at LSU is a perfect example of a yeah. guy that's going to draw those comps. Mel Kuyper just said that to us yesterday. Yep, great point. And what I would point to already is that I think he has changed the game already. What he's going to change by winning this week, by winning a Super Bowl, is the overall perception of people that have always doubted him. And I think that's silly. The people that have um, really gone out of their way to say that he is not a great quarterback, he's just a fantastic athlete. I'm not talking about Bill Polian right now. I'm talking about the people over the last few years that really haven't bought into it and were borderline insulted, fans that were borderline insulted at contractual demands by a guy that is a game-breaking player and yet there also seems to be a remarkable maturity about him now and a calmness about him now. Listen to Odell Beckham talk about him this week. I don't feel that Lamar feels pressure. And it's just certain people encounter certain moments in their lives where they're like in their flow state. It's their time, you know, and I feel like that's it's eighth time. You could just see it in his eyes. You could feel it in his aura, his energy. He's solid, man. He's locked in. His energy, his aura, okay, all that I get, the way he projects himself right now. This is somebody that didn't get the money and pack it in. This is somebody that got the money and now went on to prove even more that, well, I don't know whether it's he feels like he needs to prove that he's worth the money to anybody, but more than anything, he has shown up as somebody that has completely you know, just grabbed the whole situation by the horns and has excelled with it. He has run with it, so to speak, um, with the expectations, the
the pressure, everything that he has come with it, uh, that has come with that contract and with everything else, he just took it and said, yeah, no problem. I got it. And he's, he's winning an MVP. More importantly, he's taking advantage of the opportunity. We, we've seen a lot of places, a lot of teams, general managers, coaches, quarterbacks, whatever it may be, squander opportunities. He right now is healthy. He's got a solid offensive coordinator. He's got plenty of weapons around him. He's got a great offensive line. His coaching is some of the best in the NFL. And he's got the number one defense at his disposal. And they worked together to grab the number one seed, which got him a bye and got him home field advantage. You cannot ask for a better situation. They went out and they earned all of it. But he is not about to squander a moment of it. And go back to halftime of that Texans game when you heard about how he went into that locker room and just went nuts on the team trying to get them fired up because they did not play well. I don't know what Monken was doing in the second quarter there with the play calling. They were trying to get too creative. They were running the play clock all the way down. There was no rhythm. There was no flow. They were trying to throw balls down the field, and they came out in the second half, and credit them, it just became about getting into the rhythm. Drop back, hit this guy over the middle for five. Drop back, hit this guy on the out for three. Let's run the ball for six here. And it just, once you saw the rhythm build, you couldn't stop them. The problem is they took themselves out of rhythm in the first half because D'Amico Ryans did an excellent job bringing five. He said they were going to be aggressive. We are That is going to be what we do in this game to Lamar Jackson. We're bringing five and we're going after them. And they were able to disrupt them in the first half. But the cream rose to the top. Now the question is whether or not Steve Spagnuolo and the chief defense can replicate what happened in the first half last week, extend it to the second half, and have Patrick Mahomes make enough plays to get out of there with a win. Carlin versus Joe, presented by Progressive Insurance. Insurance for motorcycles, boats, and RVs for protection on the road and on the water. See how much you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and at Progressive.com. I, I did not mean to extend this conversation, but Darlington has kind of come back with something here that I got to take exception to on this whole thing. He, he has tweeted at us and has said, because I put out a, a poll, is Jeff out of his mind here about Roadhouse or what? A little bit of yeah. a loaded question. Well, no, here's what I said. Well, no, not, no, yes, that is a loaded question by definition. All right, well, that wasn't exactly what I wrote. I'll tell you, I'll read you what I wrote. I'm just going by what you're saying. Put up, well, that's a mistake. (laughs) Here's how I put up the poll. I tried to discuss the remake of Roadhouse with Jeff Darlington on Carlin versus Joe, and he had never heard of the movie. In fact, he mocked me for it. Was Darlington right for this aggressive tactic? Is that a loaded question? I'll let you continue. I'm not going to get bogged down in the semantics here. And I just add yes or no. I said yes, Jeff gets it. No, how dare he? So so, so to the point here, what did he fire back with? That he had heard of the movie. That he, he That's does, it? That's the big reveal here? It turns out he's heard of Roadhouse? Was there anything that suggested that he had? He said there's nothing classic about it. But he's never seen it, so how would he even know? This is my point. He also said Carlin must have written this tweet meaning that Carlin's question is loaded, like that Carlin wrote the tweet. What does Jeff not know? It's on Carlin's Twitter. Does he think somebody's doing his social media for him? He replied to a tweet that Chris Carlin posted that said, Carlin must have written this tweet. Of course he wrote the tweet. It's at Chris Carlin on Twitter. I don't know. Maybe Jeff has somebody, you know, on the payroll running his social media. I don't know. That's all. Feels a little real housewifey right now. That's what this feels like. A little real housewifey. Doesn't necessarily feel like we have real drama here. It feels like we think we have real drama, but we don't. I think we're all getting caught up in in things that are not not pertinent to the conversation. Like who's who's actually writing that tweet? 
Did Jeff say he's seen it or did he not see it? It's like, what are, what are we actually arguing here? Are we actually arguing here? If Darlington's an idiot because he doesn't know the movie, then let's stand on that and let's really drive that point home. But it seems like we're arguing like six different things on the peripheral and, and we don't really have anything where we're in the ring slugging it out over the actual content. You we still just, don't even know. We just still don't even know what the bit was going to be from Carlin. It just got shut down because Darlington didn't yeah. hear the movie. That, yeah, that that the most disappointing spot that Darlington couldn't play along to the bit. Yeah, maybe we'll do it next. Yeah, maybe we won't. <laughs> Ravens. I've seen Roadhouse. I'm willing to play along. I know you. I know. You know why? Team player. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, look, they paid Lamar, and that clearly was not a mistake. But one NFL player says his franchise made a massive mistake by paying their quarterback. Oh, boy. You're going to want to hear it. It's ESPN Radio in the ESPN app. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. They said what? what? I have to believe one and one is three. I, I can't. I can't uh, operate where one and one is two. They said what? what? Uh, I love him. I love him. I was going to throw in a Jerry Jones quote yesterday in the middle of the uh, Jim Harbaugh versus AI. You got <laughs> me with it? Aaron Rodgers, though. Yeah. Well. I did entirely too much work on that bit. I can guarantee you that. It was a good bit. People yeah. loved it on social if you saw the responses. Carla versus Joe, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. This is always one of my favorites because we get to hear stupid comments from throughout the week or funny comments from throughout the week. And we start with Jason and Travis Kelsey on the New Heights Show podcast. And uh, Jason, 
uh, talking about the situation last week in Buffalo. Shirtless jumped out the window when Travis scored the touchdown into the crowd. And uh, his wife, Kylie, not too thrilled with his antics at the game. I don't think she was happy about it, to be honest with you. I, there was one picture, and it was her kind of smiling and laughing at it and kind of for it. Like, oh, there's Jason. I'm not going to lie. I gave Kylie a heads up. The moment we got into the suite, I said, <laughs> I'm taking my shirt off, and I'm jumping out of that suite. And she said, Jason, right. she said, Jason, don't you dare. And I like, hey. See, I'm thinking, letting you know I'm thinking it's like that. I'm not uh, asking for permission. I'm doing this. <laughs> once, once a Kelsey man's determined, there's no stopping him and she was already telling me to be on my best behavior because we were meeting taylor so she's like do not this is be hilarious. on your best behavior i was like kylie when i met you the first day i met you i was blacked out drunk and fell asleep <laughs> at the bar this is part of the charm this is part of the jason kelsey charm <laughs> oh man well tay says she absolutely loved you so anyway. <laughs> I, I gotta tell you like tay yeah that's that's honestly there was so much that was sticking with me until i heard that and then i heard that and that's it Yep. Tractor beam, suck me in. <laughs> I'm a little surprised they hadn't met before that. Well, they you hadn't know, met Taylor before that? You're competing for a professional football team. He was the one that's not available. The rest of his family was available for all of this stuff. She's still on tour, too, by the way. Like, oh, I think the Chiefs, it, late in the year, the Chiefs um, had some game, whether it was a Monday or Thursday, I don't know. And Kelsey went down to, Travis, that is, to Argentina to see her. So between yes. her tour and... Jason being a part of that tremendous close to the Philadelphia Eagles season. I don't think there was a lot of time to meet up there. Yeah, that's probably true. But uh, the one other thing I'd say is like, I mean, Kylie kind of knew what she signed up for if, if that's when they met for the first time when he was blackout drunk. Yeah, but also, you, you, I mean, what, what married guy amongst us has not been given that speech before? Maybe it doesn't pertain to Tay, certainly not in my situation, but yeah. I can tell you pretty much without fail, every single time I go out with my wife, if it's in a group setting, there is a lecture beforehand. Uh, it, about is behavior. there a lecture based on incidents that have happened? Just basically... Uh, we all, we, listen, listen, don't worry. Everyone there knows how funny you are. They know. You're not going to need to show them. Don't worry about that. And that's basically the, just keep your mouth shut for the large portion of the night. Take your shot when you get it, but that's that. And right. you know what? To be honest, she's always been right. Always. Yeah, I don't I don't force all that stuff. I usually behave pretty well, which you would think. Like, you look at a guy like me, you think, oof, Right. I, mean, I was going to say, I feel like I'm being lied to right now. No, you're not. That's, that's, this feels like a situation where I'm being lied to. I promise you're not. You're not. I'm so what's going on at the meal? You're just so focused on the food or you're just a part of this like tremendous conversation? There are times Are you a great I conversationalist? Really, I, I am really socially awkward sometimes. Oh. Yeah. So I could say something that would just be not inappropriate, but just what? Well, can we move on? Okay. Speaking of which, here's Jared Goff, who was on 97 won the ticket <laughs> on if he pays uh, attention to bulletin board material. Does bulletin board material matter to you guys at all? Uh, it depends what it is. What, what do you got? Skip Bayless, after your game, tweeted out the following. No, I don't care about anything he says. You can stop now. <laughs> I love it. No. Yeah. no oxygen. No oxygen. No love for Skip. Sorry, Skip. Out the door. I mean, it gets to a certain point where it just becomes noise, right? Yeah. He clearly, clearly they'll pay attention to something. I mean, he told you right there. He said, "What well, depends on what it is. I, I would imagine it depends on if it's coming from a player or coach on another team. 
right. would say that's probably the bulletin board material that'll get your attention. When it comes from the outside media, these guys have been dealing with it their whole careers. Like in high school, they don't hear it as much, but you get to college and it's critical, and then you get to the pros and it's nothing but criticism. So if you're golf, you're not going to be shaken by anything the media says. It's the other side of the equation that could motivate you if you hear something from an opposing player. And what it, it doesn't even matter now if the media or anybody actually says it. They just believe that everybody thinks they can't do it. Right. right. They can make it up in their minds for Pete's sake. That's why mindset is so important, man. Mental coaching, getting yourself in a place where you can focus on what matters. Focus, work ethic. That's it. Tune out the outside noise. The people who are the best, and this isn't just pro sports. If you are good at tuning out the outside noise, you are putting yourself a leg up on the competition. You're giving yourself an edge. High school kids, junior high kids, college kids, pay attention. Tune out the outside noise. Just do your thing. Kyle Shanahan next, 49ers head coach, asked about the importance of his crowd this Sunday. Man, how important is a 12th man going to be on Sunday? What's that? The 12th man, how important is a 12th man we don't call him the 12th man here, um, but, but our crowd's very important. I didn't even remember that Kyle Shanahan went to Texas, and that's a Texas A&M thing, in addition to being a Seattle thing with the 12th man. Yeah, I mean, I think he's he's got to be referencing, what, the, the Seahawks, right? I, mean, I would think so. You've dealt with that so many times. I was there for a Sunday night game. It was the year the Seahawks won the Super Bowl. I think it was week two or week three, Seattle hosting San Francisco. I wanted to go because I was writing a story about the stadium and the 12th man. And I brought my girlfriend at the time, now wife. I I've never been a part of anything that loud before. They were able to completely disrupt that football game. Kaepernick was the quarterback. The Niners, you watched them on the field. They could not communicate. They got blown out in that game. And that was a really good Niners team. Blown out because there was no way to communicate. That, that, that fan base was incredible. Incredible the way they disrupted that game. Uh, I got news for you. It's not just about the crowd up there, though. That stadium is built a certain way. Yes. It holds in the stadium. But shockingly, that was not, I talked to the architect of the stadium, that was not by design. One part of the end zone has bleachers. They thought that would be a place where people could stomp their feet and make noise. The roof was really only meant for the Pacific Northwest rain. They didn't realize the way they were building it was going to keep the sound trapped the way it did. That was never a part of the plan. The plan was supposed to be, this is investigative journalism at its finest. I don't know where my award's coming from, but at any point, send it my way. Talking to the architect, they did not realize it was going to be that loud. Wow. That was a... A lot more than I thought I was getting right there. How about it? And you deliver. The kid's razor sharp today. <laughs> <laughs> Lastly, I don't know how razor sharp this was. Uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, uh, the Giants defensive end, on the 7 p.m. in Brooklyn podcast this week, on the team deciding to pay Daniel Jones before they paid Saquon Barkley. Let me tell you what I'm mad at, and it's the only thing I'll say about that. What I'm mad about is that Saquon, because if you look at the game, the tape, Saquon was responsible for at least 30% of our explosive plays. Oh, yeah. Not more. Talking about the year we won the playoff game. So for me and for the integrity of, you know, working together and hard work and we all believe the same things, I feel like Saquon should have got paid first. Now, he did have 11 and a half sacks this year. So, okay. You know, He's his, on prop, the right track. his prop was like six and a half. That was a yeah. banger over. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that I'm even though it's true, everything he says right there, 100% true. I don't know that I would have uh, said that when I haven't gotten paid myself yet. Yeah, you want to just tread easy.
Yeah. Talking low. about management, but he produced at a high level, double digit sacks. That's what they brought him in for. Do you He's see real quick, himself. real quick, uh, Barkley back with the Giants next year? Yes or no? No. Agreed. Don't think so. I think that relationship is pretty. No, damaged. it was a real quick. It didn't require the extra take. It was the yes or no. You you blow through that stop sign every time I give it to you. Real quick, yes or no? This. Uh, yes. And here's why. Let me let me espouse. Can you tell through the Zoom that you have broken my spirit? <laughs> <laughs> Championship Sunday. That's next on ESPN Radio. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Carlin versus Joe. Pizza money alert. Pizza, pizza. All right, let's rock and roll. AFC Championship Edition. Three in a row. Lamar Jackson under 210.5 passing yards. Lamar Jackson over 61.5 rushing yards. Yes, Patrick Mahomes throws an interception, minus 120. I'll speak to Lamar first. I like the Ravens to win this game. One good thing about the Kansas City defense, they have been extraordinary at limiting explosive plays. If Lamar's going to beat him in the passing game, it's going to be a lot of dink and dunk, where he can accumulate quite a bit of yards, don't get me wrong. But I think they're playing from the lead. I think he does some running in this game. I think it's kind of a legacy game where he puts the team on his back and makes some big scrambles when things break down. He gets over the 61.5 rushing yards, much like Josh Allen did against this defense last week, but he goes under the passing yards because they're not going to need him to throw for a million. Mahomes, yes, on the INT. T minus 120. I see him playing from behind in this game, throwing the ball quite a bit. Suspect receiving unit. One pass gets tipped up into the air and intercepted. Probably not his fault, but it's going on his ledger. Three more pizza monies. Lamar Jackson under 210.5 passing yards. Lamar Jackson over 61.5 rushing yards. Yes, Patrick Mahomes throws an interception. Minus 120. When you're trying to find quality candidates, all the searching, screening, and interviewing can become a job itself. You need, indeed, the all-in-one platform that makes it easy to interview, screen, and hire quality people. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio, and on the iHeartRadio app. Joseph, some people, they, they do this bit. It's called, you know, Monday's Headlines Today. Not interested. Not interested at all. Okay. You know what I'm interested in? What's that? Monday's lines today. Ah. Okay. Let's get into what happens 
looking forward from a wagering perspective to Monday, should we run into the uh, championship games and what the matchups are going to be potentially coming out of it? Lead me. Lead me, Joe. I'm asking to be led. So here we go. In order of what's listed at the book right now, you tell me what you think of each of these. If we get a matchup between the the Ravens and the 49ers, Ravens and the 49ers, the point spread is pick them. Oh, are you guessing? Yes. All right. So I blew that one. It's pick them. It's pick them. Yeah. Wow. I'm a little surprised by that. You would think that the Ravens would be favored, especially based on what happened just a few weeks ago. No? Uh, yes. Or how much of the game this weekend will play into that? Okay, so here's what we're getting at. When this opened up at the beginning of the week, it was Ravens plus one. Clearly, right. they've either taken some money or they've readjusted because you got to think into the future. If this weekend happens to where San Francisco advances and Baltimore advances, what does it look like? Baltimore beating Kansas City is going to be far more impressive than San Francisco beating Detroit unless San Francisco absolutely annihilates Detroit. And I think Detroit's game for the most part. I think the Ravens will open as a favorite next week. I would play this line now. That's just my thought. Interesting. 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 Okay, next. All right, game number two. Should the Lions win over the 49ers and the Ravens beat the Chiefs? Ravens, Lions. What's the point spread? Lions minus five. I want you I'm, to, I'm sorry, yeah. Ravens minus five. Okay, Ravens minus five. The correct answer, as of right now, Ravens minus four and a half. Very nicely done, Carlin. Hmm. Okay. Ravens minus four and a half. Now, how would you play that? Uh, right now, I would still play at Ravens. You go Ravens, I, you lay the I, four and a yeah, half. Yeah, I'm, I'm very high on the Ravens right now. In fact, we talked about this the other day. Uh, I got to put in the play right now for Super Bowl MVP for Lamar because it's still sitting right around two to one. And I, I kind of feel like that's a good play, and that number's going to drop precipitously come Monday. If you see the Ravens winning that game, if they're playing the Lions, that number's going to plummet big yeah. time. If they're playing the Niners, it's going to come down a little bit because they'll have gotten through the Chiefs. All right, option number three, a rematch from a few years ago. It's the San Francisco 49ers versus the Kansas City Chiefs. What would you make the spread? Uh, I would make the spread 49ers minus three and a half. Good try on that one. 49ers minus two and a half. Ooh. They don't want to put the key number of three out there. Right. It is juiced, however, minus 115. So it's more likely to move to three than not. 49ers minus two and a half. Again, 49ers is a favorite to get by the Lions. But if the Chiefs go to Baltimore and take out the Ravens after taking out the Bills, yeah. after taking out the Dolphins, you got to figure there's going to be a ton of love for Patrick Mahomes in this Chiefs team. Are you not? Yeah, you're right. I, I, I didn't necessarily think of it That's in those right. terms. I make the mistake sometimes of just thinking – Who's the better team and by how much? Yeah, <laughs> silly. No, that's fair. It's a good jumping off point. Plus, we didn't really work through this whole thing in depth prior. So your numbers are really good so far. Your numbers okay. are really good. Okay, final one. If both dogs this weekend win and it's the Lions versus the Chiefs, what do you see as the point spread? Chiefs minus three. Bang. Right on the number. Look at that. Look at you. Look you, at that. You, Let's go to Vegas, Johnny. You guessed three of them because I blew it with Ravens Niners for you. Of the three you guessed, you were within a point and a half. A point and a half off, adding all three of them up. That's pretty good. You nailed one on the number. You missed one by half a point. You missed one by a full point. That's really good. Well, now, are you, you on that last one, are you surprised that they're right on the field goal number? Would you have thought that would have been a little bigger? 
I mean, it, it, the thing is, what are you more surprised by? The Lions taking out the Niners or the Chiefs taking out the Ravens? I would think at this point you're probably more surprised by the Chiefs. Really? But right now? Yeah, I would because everyone's like, oh, you can't bet against Patrick Mahomes. I can't find a whole lot of people uh, picking the Lions to win outright. Ryan see, Clark me, was the only, like- guy, only guy this morning that picked him. I know people will take the points with him. I, have we heard of anyone at this network that's calling for a Lions outright? I'm getting uh, nods in the wrong direction, a shaking of the head in the back room. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm i a little bit surprised. that, But I also feel like nobody has been picking the Chiefs either, other than Greeny. And, you know, Greeny usually goes with the opposite with his picks. So. ESPN Bet Live today, nice little shameless promotion. We're Love on at it. 6 o'clock. The other two I work with on that show, Aaron Dolan, Tyler Fulgham, they both like the Chiefs. Okay. So, like, I'm the only Ravens one on that show right now. Okay. Well, I will be watching. And I will that. be locked in for that at 6 p.m. tonight. Navy blue three-piece today, brown loafers, brown belt. You you never go vestless anymore, do you? Sometimes. On the days where I don't wear a suit. If I'm wearing a suit, there's a vest. Some days I go blazer with jeans. It's a casual Joe look. Those blazers do not come with vests naturally. No, I would not think that a blazer would be would play with a vest. Maybe I'm wrong about that. But, yeah, you don't have a suit that's not a three-piece right now. My wedding suit, which, sadly, can't really fit into at the current moment. Yeah, got to get yourself in shape. Really work on that, will you? You know what? Counterpoint. Do I? (laughs) Do I really need to squeeze back into that thing? You don't. Funny story. Not a funny story about what happened to the wedding photos for that. Maybe I'll share that off air. I don't know if that's an on-air story. Just throwing that out there. That's an ultimate tease. Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio. I might tell you. Maybe not, though. <laughs> Let me check with my wife probably during the break. Probably not. Now that yeah. I think about it, probably not. Joe says it's going to be a Brock Purdy game for San Francisco. Is he willing to put his money where his mouth is? Good bet, bad bet next. ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. Carlin versus Joe. Pizza money alert. Pizza, pizza. Let's finish strong. Ravens minus four. Ravens first half minus three and a half. Ravens alt line minus seven and a half plus 160. No surprises here. This is what we've been talking about all week. I like Baltimore to go in and handle this game from the beginning. I think it was great that they struggled in the first half against Houston last week, and then they found their rhythm in the second half. Kansas City looked good last week at Buffalo, as they should have. They had the rest advantage. They were going against a depleted Bills defense. You do not get that this week. You get the best defense in the NFL and a well-rested Ravens team that has one extra day of rest coming into this game and also had a bye week two weeks ago. I think the crowd is going to play a huge factor here. And as great as Patrick Mahomes is, and he's great, I look at his wide receiving unit and I think you guys need to be up to the task as well, and I don't see that happening. Kyle Hamilton doing a decent job trying to limit what Travis Kelsey can do. What else do you have? Because if you're playing from behind and Hamilton's marking Kelsey, you can't run the ball with Pacheco, so now you got to lean on these other guys, and I don't see it happening. Ravens minus four for the game. Ravens minus three and a half in the first half. Alternate line, Ravens minus seven and a half plus 160. You had me at alternate line. (laughs) 
Hey, tune in college basketball action tomorrow. Florida State hosting North Carolina with an exceptionally handsome guy calling the game. Yes. When do Coverage you leave? begins 1.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. That's a nice We've game. It is a nice game. I'm looking forward to it. That's on me with the audio. I stepped on that. No, it's on me because I just fat face. Who's firing at you? Want a bad? What? Oh, Is it a good bet? I like those odds. Or is it a bad bet? Take my money. Take it all. Yeah, that's me firing. That was you firing that. Yes. Well, I'm very excited for this game tomorrow. I think you got a hell of a game. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. Carolina, number three in the country, playing very well. And uh, Florida State's one eight out of ten. Any thoughts as to who wins it by how much? Uh, Not really. Okay. Not really. Uh, completely, I would say I'm completely down the middle on that. Yep. Absolutely got, got no thoughts questions. whatsoever. My mind couldn't be blanker. Wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't ask. Wouldn't be doing your job if you didn't deny. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, by the way, I'm here. It's not like I've been sitting in on practices everywhere. No, completely understood. Completely understood. <laughs> We're just having a good time around here, everyone. Take it easy. What it's do we got? No. Is this good bet, bad bet? It is good bet, bad bet. Speaking of which... North Carolina, North Carolina versus Florida State. <laughs> I didn't even look at the line. North Carolina, <laughs> minus eight and a half. Carlin, good okay, bet. Okay, okay, okay. All fun, all fun in games. This show is above board, if nothing else. Yes. All right. Yes, yes, yes. So, with that said, North Carolina minus eight and a half. What are we doing? <laughs> That's not actually the line. I made that You just up. made that up? <laughs> uh, okay, nobody won by this? eight the first time around in Chapel Hill. That's what? Feels a bit inflated this time around. <laughs> Is this thing working? Hello? Hello? <laughs> All right, let's go. Sunday, NFC Championship game. Let's start there. Brock Purdy, over 22 and a half completions. That's an alt line. That's at plus 130. Good bet, bad bet, Joe. Not not where I saw us starting. I thought we were going to passing yards. 22 and a half completions against the Lions. So what's the pace of the game going to look like here? Lions probably try to drag the clock down, but again, that past defense. I don't know. Alt line, what's the plus on the over? 130. Plus 130? Uh, I'll dabble. Joe will dabble. I'll play the over. I'll play this. I'll play. I'll bet it. Good bet is the answer to the question. Not something I'm in love with, Carlin. Uh, I would agree completely from the not in love with standpoint. The, the completions number feels a bit high. I'm going to say bad bet. I'm not going to jump on that one. Yeah. As much as we think it's a purdy game, I, I'm not going that high. Okay. Next. All right, Carlin, 49ers over 30 and a half total team points, minus 105. That's 49ers mm. over 30 and a half points. Good bet, bad bet. You got him. You yeah. got him. He's flummoxed. No, I'll take it. Good bet. Wow. I think okay. they're probably going to, I think they're probably going to score 31, 34, something like that in winning this game. They will absolutely put points up on the board in this game. Why not? Yeah, good bet. Comes down to Debo. With Debo this year, 30 points per game. Without Debo, 19 points per game. I side with Carlin. I'd say good bet. Totals trending up. Point spreads moving to San Francisco. Looks like Debo will play. Even if he's a decoy, I think you could put up big numbers on this Lions defense. Uh, I will go ahead and say good bet as well. Next. I love this line. Let me hear what you think. Jameer Gibbs over 48 and a half rushing yards. Jameer Gibbs over 48 and a half rushing yards. Good bet or bad bet? I like it, but we're going to need to have a really good first half here because if the Lions fall behind, they're not going to be able to run the ball in the second half. But the thing with Gibbs is he's on the sidelines, he's on the sidelines, he's on the sidelines, then he pops in, they get him out into space, and before you know it, it's 14 yards on one carry, and you're sitting there like, ooh, 
ooh, where's this been? Get him more involved. Niners struggle in the run game at times. They struggle. So I'll go ahead and I'll, I like it. I'll play the over on Jameer Gibbs. Yeah, I will too. And it's because of that very reason that he can pop one for 25 before you blink. And that's the biggest factor for me. And you're right. It's that speed after they're hitting him with Montgomery for a bit. Then you get him out in the field. He finds a seaman. Next thing you know, he's in the secondary. Good bet. Next. We did great on this one last week. I want to see if you guys are willing to play this again. Lamar Jackson over longest rush, 17 and a half yards. Last week it was 16 and a half. We hit it. So Lamar Jackson over 17 and a half for his longest rush. Carlin, good bet, bad bet. I don't hate it. Um, I don't love it as much as I did last week. I'll say good bet. Um, Listen, even if Willie Gay is spying him, he's going to pop one for a pretty good run. I, I... I, I would absolutely take this, as, although, as I said, not as much of a Lockadini as I thought it was last week. You guys were great with this last week. Carlin threw it out there, and I sat there. I'm like, that sounds good. And then you two in the back, Handman and Wilner, both said, you should make this a pizza money. You should make it a pizza money. We made it a pizza money, and it hit. It was a fantastic bet. Happy to ride with it again. This, we could sit and do the X's and O's, and we can do all the schematics and the trends and the averages. I think this is the type of game where Jackson's just going to put the team on his shoulders. Jackson's going into this game saying, I'm winning this game. I am going to win this game. When things break down, I'm making plays. This is about the legacy. This is about the Super Bowl. This is about being a champion. Not in that order, because I know he's not a me guy. But I think he goes out there and he makes some big plays in this game. So, yeah, I'll go ahead and make this bet. Good bet. Emotional bet. Ravens and Chiefs over. Five and a half total touchdowns. That pays out at plus 130. Joe, good bet or bad bet? Over five and a half total touchdowns. Uh, It's plus 130. I'd say bad bet. I don't think we're going to get a lot from the Chiefs here. I really don't. I think this is going to be a lower scoring game. I haven't played the under because I haven't really locked in on that, but I'd say bad bet. I The total for this game, I've been wonky all week on it. I can't lock in the what either side. What is it right now? It's somewhere around 44 last I checked. 44? Okay, so this is suggesting just that. it's gonna You're going to put up 42 points. Well, this is what, five and a half touchdowns, but yeah. we're not factoring in any field goals there. That's the thing. Right. You're doing the touchdowns, you're not factoring the field goals. Like, you got a great defense in Baltimore there. I, I would I would say under it, so I think this is a bad bet, but like I said, there's not a whole – if you're listening to me, you're you're definitely not following what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I'm I'm kind of with you. I don't, I don't think I'd play the over there. I'd say that's a bad bet. I think it'll probably be – between f- either four or five total touchdowns in the game. Likely five, but I don't think it's going north of that. Bad bet. Next. Nobody's paying attention to this, and this is why you guys bring me in, to get the things nobody's paying attention to. Nice. This is a number three seed against a number one seed in both conference championship games. It pays out at plus 210 for the Super Bowl winning seed to be a number three seed. Good bet, bad bet. So, basically what we're saying here is to play either you get both the Lions and the Chiefs with this bet. Correct. To win the Super Plus Bowl. Plus 210 Lions Chiefs. Uh, I, I, so what you got to do to win the Super Bowl. So what you got to do is you got to make the mechanical parlay. You got to look at the Super Bowl odds for each of those teams and then you got to wheel them together in the parlay and figure out if the price is better. Oftentimes the price is not better. It's better to do it as a mechanical. Um I don't have it in front of me right now, so I'm not going to be able to do the math. I like both favorites to win these games and cover. I'm an idiot to even indulge this. No, bad bet. I, I would only consider it if the number was much better than plus 210. I'm not there. No, bad bet. 
So with that said, uh, good luck and enjoy the Super Bowl between the Lions and the Chiefs, everybody. Oh as Carlin God. and I so definitively urinate on the three seeds. <laughs> I can't think of a better way than to wrap up a golden week of radio. <laughs> and it's unfortunate that I use the word golden there, but there we are. That's there, perfect, actually. Not there we are. Perfect. Can't wait for Sunday. Enjoy it. Go Seminoles or Tar Heels. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Carlin versus Joe weekdays from noon to 3 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app. The Carlin versus Joe podcast.